Hi. Welcome back. Um, we're a little bit uh, a little bit behind schedule. Just a little bit. Summer. Summer. Who is that? <laughs> yes, my phone fell. I'm just trying to make sure. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. We're, we're literally recording right now. Oh, I didn't you ruined you the entire podcast. <laughs> no, the whole thing's ruined. Just trash it. Forget about it. It's just, I don't. I can hear my It's fine. 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 I just it's all want to get hurt. No, I'm okay. I promise make your fall your skin. <laughs> I promise. I, fall, I, will I promise. <laughs> Is it still recording? Yes. Are we keeping it like this? We Is this keeping, how we're... we're keeping this. <laughs> we're keeping this it. Is All right. Perfect. Right into it. All right. Who are you? All right. So my name is Crystal. And um, so am I introducing myself? Is that what's happening? Yeah. Who are you? Oh, so I'm Crystal. Um, I, I like music. Um, I like nature. I like long walks on the beach. I'm an Aries. <laughs> oh my Anything else? Um, I think that's about it. <laughs> All right. Hi, Crystal. Hi, Ness. So, <laughs> so as I was saying, we're a little bit behind schedule, but, you know, things happen in summer. <laughs> Summer's been crazy. I have, to yes. read, I have to read a bunch of stuff for school. So my summer ends in a couple of weeks. It ends early. But this podcast, it's we're still here. We're still here. And we're still having people on. So today, we're having Crystal. And Crystal mentioned she likes music. I also like music. And that's how we met. Music. <laughs> Because we both were in a band. We both were in a band. I, we never played together, though, I don't think. Mm-mm. I'm trying no. to think of the, the first time I saw you play. Either if it was at, like, a pavilion in Swarthmore, or it was mm-hmm. in a bar at Philly. I think that no. was the second time. No, that was the second time we met. Is because I think we got in contact with one another when we both had the show in Swarthmore at the yeah. pavilion. It was, like, for an event. Yeah, and then I think we met each other at the Hard Rock Cafe in Philly. Oh, because I remember we, we also met there. there. Yes. Yeah, because we got a picture there. Because I was like, "Dude, like, let's get a picture." I and think, then I think we got one. I think that's the last time I saw you play. Yeah, so I, I saw you play three times. Play. That was my last show. That was my last show with Remain Nameless. Man, I miss I miss being in a band. Yeah, I do too. Let's let's just start our own band. I I would like to please if you want to start a band, please. I'm in like I'm kind of in a couple of bands, but like not really because (laughs) nothing's actually happening. But like we're in a band. Let's start. So we'll just yeah we'll we'll just start our own. That's fine. Yeah, I'm literally down for any music, please. (laughs) So. Hmm. (laughs) So. Something happened recently. Yeah, something definitely happened recently. Yeah. And um, so I think you should start. Yes, I think I'll start. Yeah. So today's podcast is going to be about uh, near-death experiences. 
raise your hand if you've ever had a near-death experience. I just want to point out that we're on Zoom and she has this filter on that has like, I don't know what those glasses are, but they're like iconic pixel glasses. I'm pretty, yeah. And I think, honestly, I think they originated from Minecraft. If we want to get like technical. I I think they did too. Like I'm like 99.9% sure that these are from Minecraft. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Stop, you're going to make me want to, like, go look at the other filters. But that's not why we're here today. We're not here to talk about my cool Minecraft glasses. <laughs> that's not why we jumped on this podcast today. Mm-mm. So, basically, on July 17th, my life has definitely been changed forever. And so, basically, I had a near-death experience. I had to have a CPR, and I had to be revived, had to get in an ambulance, And it was definitely, it was scary. I'm not going to lie. Not going to lie. And all of my, my closest friends, they, they, all of them asked me like, what did I see? That was like their biggest question was, did you see anything? Did you see anything? And I did not see anything when I was dead. I technically medically, I was dead for eight minutes. Um, And I did not see anything. I did not see anything. I just remember seeing like darkness black. I mean, cause I was dead. So I don't, I don't really know that that's what I remember seeing was just blackness. And that made me really sad when I did not see anything. Cause that scares me because death has always fascinated me. And it, it's unfortunate that I had to experience this. It, it really is. Um, but it's always fascinated me in the way of like what happens after death and what comes after, you know, we are not here anymore. Um, and I didn't see anything. And that made me really, really sad because I, you know what I mean? Every, I've just heard of different near death experiences and people seeing different things. People, you know, see, some people say they see God, some people see, uh, like past relatives, you know, that have passed on and I didn't see anything, but a close friend of mine told me that, that it might be a good thing that I didn't see anything because I wasn't at that point yet where I was, you know what I mean? Where it was my time to leave this earth that, you know what I mean? That it, it just wasn't my time, which makes me happy in a way, you know what I mean? Cause that means that I still have not, I still have, I still have a purpose, you know what I mean? To do something, do, to do something great. I want to say. Right. When you're just explaining that about like being fascinated by death, like it's like not something that's like consistently on my mind, like, oh, like what happens after death? But it's like really interesting to me. Um, and I would like to think that like, it's like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know what it is. I don't know what part of it or what part of us it is. But I don't think life just ends when we die. But when you're like when you're explaining that, I was like, I was thinking the same thing just like it wasn't your moment and like it's like it's kind of good it's kind of good you didn't see anything because you're still here and you're not ready for that yet I bet that could be heavy as well no exactly and since I've had a couple days you know process everything that happened um I'm definitely a hundred times more grateful than I think I've ever been for not only everyone I have in my life, but everything I have. Um, it's going through that, you know, near-death experience and having that uh, has definitely changed my outlook on a lot of things. Um, that life really is too short and it can be, you know, ripped from you 
at any at any moment. But with saying that, I don't I don't live in fear. You know what I mean? I don't live in fear. I think that just makes me more. Ex- I want to say like yeah, more excited to like just be alive because each day is a new day, and I think that's pretty awesome. I just think it's pretty awesome that I'm I'm still here, and I I'm so happy that I get to you know share my experience. And, you know, I'm thankful to be on this podcast with you because I think it's crazy because last week, last week, I was actually listening to this podcast, to Nick's podcast before my near death experience. And um, what are some of the episodes I listened to? I know I told you, I think it was kindness. Mm -hmm. Um, Hold on. What else? I told you. Do you remember? Yeah. You said kindness. The one with Julia. Yeah, the self-care one. I really like that one. And I don't know if you listen to Happiness, but... I listen to Happiness, and then I listen to the first one. I don't know what I feel like Distractions. Yeah, and then, well, in Distractions, did you talk about meditating? You talked about, like, meditating, yeah, so, being present and stuff. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I did mention that briefly. Yes. And because this, you know, happened to me... I now find myself relating heavily to the things that you and the other people we had in your podcast. You know, I relate to what you guys talked about. And I just, I think that's pretty cool too. And I think it's awesome that now here I am on your podcast talking about what happened to me. I I hope, I really hope that no one, you know, can relate to having a near death experience because let me tell you, um, zero out of 10 experience would not recommend for anyone to go through it. But if you have to go through it, um, I promise you, you will definitely be more appreciative and grateful for all the things you have. Because I find that, you know what I mean, I am a lot more grateful just for having that one experience. And definitely, I think the presence, like being more present definitely stood out to me because I feel like sometimes I know for myself, like I can just get so consumed like in my phone and on social media, TikTok is one of my favorites. Just getting so consumed in TikTok and, you know what I mean, just ignoring ev- like everything around me, like all of the time. But having that, it's it has it's teaching me now to be more present and that I don't want to miss anything. Like I don't want to miss any moments with anybody, like friends, family, even at work, school. I don't want to miss anything. I want to be a more present individual. And I really hope that, you know, in a year or two years from now, I can look back on this and say that I have become a more present individual. Like I hope I, in the future that I can look back and be like, you know what? I stuck to that. And I now am a more present individual. That is like beautiful to hear. Like that is like really special because I feel like there are a lot of people just caught up in their phones or whatever and any distractions. And they don't really like realize like all the time that's passing by them, like the moments they're wasting it's so like for you to be aware of that and just knowingly be aware of that, that's amazing. And that makes me very happy to hear. It's also insane that when we were talking earlier, like you were listening to the podcast and now this is going on. Like, that's crazy. And I'm I'm really glad that you enjoyed them as well. Yes, I, I really did. And like I told you, even though you're not that much younger than me, you're only like what, like two years? How old are you? I'm turning 17 at the end of this month. Yeah, we're only two years apart. But like I told you, like, obviously not on the podcast, like in previous conversations that we've had, like I told you that your podcast made me, you know, tear up and I got 
emotional, but not because I was sad, but because it made me so happy seeing, you know, people, I don't want to say so young, like I'm like so old and wise and know all, but it's just nice to know, like I told you that there is good people in the world. Like that makes my heart really full. Just knowing that there's people like you and your friends, like on the podcast that are good people and, you know, that mean well and that are genuine. Because sometimes, you know, nowadays, I want to say it's hard to find, but sometimes you inter- you can have interactions with people that make you question if there's good people in the world still. And if there's anyone genuine left. Yeah, that makes me very happy to hear. I appreciate that deeply. You are welcome. There's like, I, I understand what you mean. I feel like it is sometimes hard to find like the people who are genuine. But I also feel like there's some part of that. It's like, maybe they're just not your people and like like really there's so many people in the world and opportunities and experience make people who they are so like really people are seeing things from different perspective but it's frustrating when people just aren't like just straight up super kind and genuine all the time but like sometimes like sometimes it just be like that but it's like frustrating because honestly i found like most of the time when people are like that they just like they're just like not, not that great people. Yeah. And see, with me, I always try to get, if I notice, you know, someone isn't just kind, if they're, I don't want to say like mean, but you know what I mean? If there's just something off about them and they're, you don't have a very good interaction with them. I always try to give people the benefit of the doubt because yeah. another thing is you never know what someone is going through. Right. And I know like sometimes I haven't been the kindest person to people. You know what I mean? Because of things that I have going on in my life. And that's not, but that's not fair to other people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And now looking back, like I, I'm able to take accountability for that. But sometimes in that moment, you can't take accountability because sometimes you just think everyone's out to get you. And sometimes it's hard for you to be kind. You know what I mean? Because sometimes whatever you're going through, you take out on other people because you don't know how to handle it. So I always try to um, like think about that too. Like if I'm not having a good interaction with someone, I try not to react so quickly or like jump to react because I just try to keep in mind what other people are going through. You know what I mean? Cause everyone, everyone has a story every, you know, and not everybody goes through the same things in life. Yeah. I think that's very good to be mindful of. Um, yes. It's like from day to day too, like someone can be doing really great. It's like just one small thing can really ruin a person's day. And then like giving them the benefit of that was really nice. Because if you see them one day and they're having a terrible day and a lot of things go wrong, but like you see them the next week and they're back to normal and they're super happy, it's like, that's nice. And then you get to talk to them more. You get to know about them, learn their experiences. And you exactly. And it's all great. Because I know I've experienced that, you know, with uh, like my one coworker that I'm I'm pretty close with. Like she is, she really is like, she walks into a room and she literally lights up like she can brighten your day like instantly just like that's her her energy her mood like her voice like everything about this girl is literally she's sunshine that's the only way to describe this girl she is sunshine and I you know she was going through something and like everyone noticed you know what I mean because it's like all of a sudden she wasn't her like her normal self Mm -hmm. and so obviously but then like we all knew that like she she was going through it so, like, kind of like what you just said, right. um, if you do know someone to be kind and you know someone, you know, to just overall be a good person and then all of a sudden just this one day they're 
they're not their normal selves. Like, you know, you can probably just tell like that something's going on. Right. Um, and that kind of reminds me like, like some simple plain things that are, like they're easy to spot out. Like, um, a while ago I was talking to one of my friends about this sort of thing and like mean people and kindness. And it's like, just from like looking at people, like, would they hold the door for me? Like the way you can just kind of tell that is like really interesting. But... Oh, wait, I have this theory. I have this theory because I seen this on Facebook very, very long ago. And now every time I go to a grocery store, I think about it. So this, this might like really make you think. So it's called the shopping cart theory. Okay. Okay. So, you know, like you go to Walmart, you go to shop right wherever you go to go grocery shopping. And you know, like you get a cart, you get a cart, you, you do your shopping trip and you come out, you load your car up and you have, you have one of two choices. You have the choice to say, leave the cart in the middle of the parking lot, or you can take the little walk to go put the shopping cart back. Yeah. So, and like the theory was like, it's, can you do good when no one's watching? Because there is no rule stating that you must put the shopping cart back. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's not going to be any consequences if you don't. Right. It'll just sit like, there. Like, you're not going to get arrested. No. Like, you're not. Like, no one's going to yell at you. No, no one's going to do anything. But, like, you have two choices. So, can you be a good person, like, when nobody's watching? Like, and that really made me think. Because now, like, you can relate that to people because it's like, would you put the shopping cart back that is if so, no one was watching? That is so fun. It's like it's like such a simple question, but like if people like answer honestly, like it tells like a little bit about who they are. Exactly. Well, because no, I have a confession to make. I have on some occasions not put the shopping cart back. Yeah, I'm confessing. How but, dare you? You know that I can't believe this. This, <laughs> this is this is done. I can't have someone yeah. like this on on the podcast. So disrespectful. <laughs> no, but I just I thought that was like a, it's and it's so it's like almost like stupid in a way to think about that like that theory because it's so simple like you know what I mean yeah and it's just crazy because you yeah you literally have two choices you can just leave the shopping cart in the middle of the parking lot because then the worker is going to have to go out of their way to grab it or you can just go put it back where it's supposed to be. But you're not going to receive any repercussions if you don't. Right. So can you be a good person when nobody's watching? I feel like when I go to put other like my, my cart away, if I see another cart laying around, I'm like, I got to go put that one away. And then it's like hard to get back to the car. I'm like, I just want to put these carts away. Yeah. <laughs> like you find them scattered all over the parking yeah, lot. It's, it's like, like no, I'm bringing you all back to your home. Yeah. It's like, why? It's like, it's such a small little walk. Like, why can't you just walk it to the place like you don't even half of the time you don't even actually need to walk it to the store you can just walk it to like the little like i don't know i don't know what they're called like they're little, little homes yeah. yeah we call them their little homes they're little homes i love that i'm sorry my phone fell again no you're good <laughs> i just thought that was an interesting theory since we're talking about good people in the world and stuff like that because I, I just remembered that because now every time I go to the grocery store, I think about it. Like if I see a cart stranded in the parking lot, parking lot, I'm like, why didn't someone put it away? Like right. what? Right. What caused you exactly. to not put it away? Exactly. Like why? Why couldn't have you took this 10, 15 second walk? Exactly. But I think a lot of it is people just being comfortable. 
Like, I, I can just leave this right here. Yeah. And it's like, okay, but just like I said, you're not going to receive any repercussions. No one's going to yell at you. No one's going to be like, hey, you can't do that because it happens all the time. Yeah. Hmm. Kindness. It's so simple. It really is so simple. And it can just strengthen your relationships and like really like get you farther. Like you're not going to get anywhere if you're like super mean all the time. No one likes that. Exactly. Um, but something that you mentioned, like being more present, like that is so important to me. And I think like a lot of people are just not, um, and I can attest that, you know, before this experience, I actually, I actually set like a goal for myself for like new year's. I don't, I want to say, I don't want to say like a new year's resolution. I just set like small goals for myself. Right. So the past like two summers, I kind of became like a hermit crab. Like I didn't really want to like be outside. I didn't really want to do anything. I just kind of, I, I don't want to say like lazy, but I just, I just was comfortable just doing nothing. I just was comfortable in my comfort zone and I didn't want to break out of it. Right. And one of like my small goals for the summer was to just be outside more, literally to just go outside. And I could even just sit outside. I don't need to be doing anything. I just need to be outside. Mm-hmm. And I can say at this point with it being like almost the end of July, I definitely have been outside more, 110%. And I've definitely, like, I can see a change in myself just by that little small goal, just a little bit. But, um, hold on. I've just, I like literally completely forgot what we were talking about. Like I just started talking about that and then I was like, wait, we're talking about being present. And then I just started talking about my small goal. Well, yeah. like, what were we talking about? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie I don't know how it tied in with being present but you were oh you were saying something about being a hermit crab and wanted to get out more oh okay no now I think I know how I was trying to like relate it all right so okay. basically that like I wanted I one of my goals was also to be more present to like try to really like stay off my phone like lower my screen time and just become a more present individual like overall and all aspects of my life like you know what I mean mm-hmm. and also trying to step out of my comfort zone too with being more present because hermit crab I don't I try to isolate myself as much as possible and now I'm trying to like really break out of my comfort zone but little by little by baby steps because I know in the past like when I would try to set like new year's resolutions I would try, I would set all these goals and they almost seemed like unreachable. Like, it seems like I could not like, I don't know what the word is, like achieve them. There we go. I couldn't achieve them. So, and now I realize I just got to set these like small little goals for myself that I can achieve that are achievable. Right. Just like be like being present, like being outside more, trying to stay off my phone. You know what I mean? Like little by little cutting it out. And it makes, and it makes those the next goal is even easier yes and it, and it makes like a hell of a difference too yeah like i don't want to set like unrealistic goals for myself like right. i don't want to say like every day this week i'm going to wake up at 4 a.m and go to the gym and do a like two-hour workout before i have to go to work that's insane yeah no that's insane and like I, but some people if really, I say, people can do that though no, and, but that's thing some people can, but like, I also, I know myself and my limits and how I can get. So right. instead with that, I can say, all right, on Tuesday and Thursday, I'm going to wake up 
just 20 minutes earlier than I usually do and do five push-ups. Mm-hmm. That is achievable. That is more than achievable. And who knows? I might do 10 instead of five. Like I might do 10 and then I might go. And then to me, I'm going above and beyond. And that feeling you know is so I mean? great. Like no matter like what, like what sort of goal you like apply that to, like, like that was like a great analogy just to like push-ups. It's like you set your yeah. goals, but like if you can go farther, like on whatever it is, like go farther and like see where that takes you. And it'll probably make you even more happier than like, than just achieving the goal that you set. Cause then you're moving forward more and you're growing more. Exactly. Cause if you can set like these small goals, then I feel like to yourself, like then you're able to go above and beyond. Like if I say like, I'm going to do five push-ups, and then all of a sudden say, I do eight, not mm-hmm. even 10. If I do eight, then it's like, Oh my gosh, I did. Hold on, six, seven, eight. I did three more than what I was supposed to do. <laughs> than what I, said. I know I had to count with my fingers there. I'm sorry. <laughs> <You're good. laughs> it took me a second. But it's just like, I, I did three more than what I set for myself. So I know that I can do this. And then you're, I feel like with that, you build the confidence and then you're able to just keep building towards your goals. Goals. They're great. It helps you be in the, in, in the moment more as well. Yes. Like, I think they're like, okay, really, like three really big things are like being off your phone, being outside and setting goals. Like, I feel like yes. those are all really important. And, like, even just being outside, I feel like, helps being in the present more and appreciate it. Or I know, at least for me, because, like, I really love nature and, like, the trees. Like, just, like, I'm so fascinated by, like, what trees are. And there's so many and so many plants in life. And so, like, for me, it's, like, a whole different experience because I'm just very interested in science and, like, the environment. But, yeah. <laughs> but even just going outside, like, doing something like you wouldn't normally do like listening to the birds and just trying to appreciate the grass and trees like i feel like that can bring everyone some sort of happiness and like no be in the moment i noticed myself like in the mornings and i even noticed it more at night like that the birds like i'll just listen to the birds chirp because i didn't you know what i mean i never noticed before like at nighttime it's like you know they only say like not they say but Birds usually chirp in the morning. You know what I mean? Like they, they're really active in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When it's like, you know, the sun's rise and stuff like that. But I noticed at night, birds are chirping too. And I noticed that because I'm being more present. Because I'm not on my phone. I'm not wrapped up. You know what I mean? Stuff that doesn't matter. I'm just being in the moment. Yeah. And I noticed that birds are chirping at night. Who would have known? Yeah. Just that like that small little thing. And I know it sounds like so stupid but it's like like it's like it's sound but like no like to other people i probably sound absolutely crazy (laughs) but to me it's like a big thing because to me it's like you are accomplishing your goal because you're being more present because you now notice that birds are also chirping at night they're not just chirping in the morning right it's like the more they're chirping in the evening yes they're chirping right now yeah i don't know what i don't know i don't i don't even know what was making the sound i don't think it was a cricket Maybe it was a cricket, but I was just reading my book. I don't know when it was. It was either last night or the night before. And I was just, honestly, I was just really focused on reading my book. And then just out of nowhere, I, I just became so present with like what was happening outside. I'm like, what is that sound? And just like hearing that there's other bugs and stuff alive and just like, 
Whoa, that sounds so weird. <laughs> but like, yeah. I love nature. I love bugs. Animals. It's like, what can't you love about that? And it's pretty. I just, I just everywhere. don't like. I think the only bug I don't like is mosquitoes. Cause okay. They bite. Oh yeah. So like insects. Like I don't mess with a lot of insects. Yeah. No. No. But no, I'm just talking about like nature in general. Oh yeah, nature in general is beautiful. Yeah. Now, especially now that I've been like more outside, it def I definitely appreciate it a lot more than I used to. Hundred and ten percent. Yeah. Actually, speaking about appreciation, that also comes with being in the moment. I mean, that's, like, very a big thing and definitely ties in with it. But, like, also being appreciative for what you have in the moment. Um, yeah. It's, like, really, you could speak more about this than me. But like, like, you don't know what's going to be there tomorrow. No, um, and, like, that's the crazy thing is that, you know what I mean? I feel like – and I know I'm I, – I can say now, like, I – I feel like everyone's guilty of it. I'm, I feel like I'm like projecting right now. Like I'm, I'm just because I am guilty of it. Everyone else is guilty of it too. But I know just sometimes like when you're used to having something every day, you know what I mean? You take it for granted, even if like you don't realize it. Um, Like right now, like I definitely realized it on Saturday, July 17th, that I was taking some things for granted, like a hundred percent for sure. Like, and I think one of those things was um, my mom, like just her being there for me and, you know, just being there every step of the way through this and, you know, healing. It's just, you know what I mean? And my mom, I know she's always there. I know that, mm-hmm. but it's more just the appreciation for her. Yeah. Just really like soaking that in being like, I have a great mom and I need to be super thankful for that. Mm-hmm. And I need to make sure she knows that, you know what I mean? I need to be um, mindful of being like, hey, mom, I appreciate you and I love you. Yeah, that's very sweet. I love my mom. She's my best friend. That's awesome. I met her once. She was very nice and kind. Oh. She's a great woman. Yeah. Oh, shout out to Crystal's mom. Shout out to Nicole. Oh, yeah. One day you'll listen to this. I love you, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, not going to tell her. I'm just going to, like, randomly one day, like, five months more, I'm be like, oh, Mom, just so you know, like, I did a podcast. Like, go listen to it. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm super famous now, so I guess whatever. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm super famous now. Yeah. Hmm. That's also, like, another thing that I that's valuable to me like showing those people who i do really love like i appreciate them or just telling them or like what i started to do recently or like more like this year was just like every now and then just calling people like hey like how's it like like on my way on my way back from work or going to work or just whenever i'm like oh hey like what's up it's been a while like how are you doing just giving them a quick call because like i feel like that's more meaningful than like a text but a text always is nice as well if you know who you're dealing with and a call won't work. Yeah. um, Like, showing appreciation for the people around you is very nice. Like, but, like, it's a win-win situation, I feel. It's, like, expressing how you feel to them and then also them getting that nice compliment. 
Nice. Exactly. And especially to relate back to what happened to me Saturday, it's like, I just think about, you know what I mean? If things turned out differently and say like, I wasn't here. I just think about, you know what I mean? Just how different things would be. And I just like relating back to life really is too short because you do not know. We don't know when or when, when we're going to pass on to, you know, the next life, afterlife, whatever. We don't know when any of that's going to happen. And I I've, have started living my life by this saying that I'm about to say probably about like two years ago is that, you know what I mean? Say everything with your chest. If you love someone, even if, you know what I mean, you guys are on bad terms, you guys don't talk anymore. You need to go tell them. Like you need to tell them. If you miss somebody, tell them. Because literally YOLO, you only live once. Like, and that's, and that's the crazy part is like you only live once in this lifetime right now. You only live once. And I don't, I do not think that you should hold anything back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's especially the good things. Like you miss someone, you love someone. You know what I mean? You, a friend you haven't spoken to in like three years, call them and, and talk to them. You know what I mean? Right. If, if you feel like you want to do that, do that. You don't want to, you know what I mean? When you, when you get older, all of a sudden regret and like all these things, you know what I mean? You need to live for now. And you know what I mean? You might have consequences for the things you do. Meaning like if you tell someone you love them or miss them, but it's so much better knowing that you got that off your chest. Right. It's so much because now you're going to be at peace with yourself knowing that you got that off your chest. Exactly. You're just going to be at peace all around. Cause it's like, you know what? I got it off my chest and you, you don't know the outcome if it's going to be good or bad, whether, you know, you say or don't say to whoever, but I don't know. I just think you shouldn't hold anything back, especially if you love or miss someone. I tell them. I agree. Run to them right now. If you are listening to this podcast, this is your sign. If you love or miss someone, go tell them. Life is way too short. And if they don't answer, if they don't answer, if they curse you out, whatever. Because at least you know in your heart, you tried, you got it off your chest. And now you can live in peace and harmony. That's beautiful. That is very well said. Go yeah. do that. Go send them a text. Go call them. Go give them a hug. Right now. Right now. End the podcast right now and go. See ya. <laughs> All right. Welcome back. So I hope, I hope that, I hope that, uh, I hope that went well for you. I hope you feel a little bit better about that. That is always a very great feeling. And just like in general, even if it's like, like that's it's like one thing like showing your appreciation for people and showing them like that you love them and miss them definitely do that but also yeah. just like if you're going through stuff it's good to just talk to people as well and just get that out of your mind because you will be at peace for yourself maybe not immediately but like finding the right people and hearing the right things it is much better than keeping that all locked away and then forming bad habits and such yeah and I will first, like, I will say for sure, um, talking, even though it's only been, you know, a couple of days since, you know, what happened to me on Saturday, just because of how much I've talked about it, I already, you know what I mean? My, my feel like my healing journey, my healing process is going to be a lot easier because I, I, I'm, I, I don't have anything to be afraid of. I just, I need to get it out. I can't hold this in because if I do, it's just going to eat me up. And I'm not going to be at peace and I'm just going to struggle 10 times more. Just like when I called you and I gave you the full rundown of everything that happened, I felt so much lighter. I'm glad. I'm really glad that helped. That's nice. 
no, and it did. And I just, I, yeah, if you need help and you need to talk to someone, talk to them. Yeah. Get it out. You'll feel so much better. You will. Because I know for me, that's always been a struggle, like talking about like what's going on and like bottling it up inside. It's so much easier to do that instead of talking about what's going on. Right. 100%. It's so much easier to isolate and, you know, hide from the world and not talk about, you know, what happened to you. Right. You can control it and to some extent but when you're telling people like you don't know what they're going to say it's like that's the scary part and yeah like, and judgment. yeah I, and i know that that was you know my reaction like telling you know telling you i was scared on what you know you were gonna think and you know what i mean if you because even though some people might not judge you to your face which i would much rather yeah. someone judge me to my face than judge me behind my back and like say me having to find out later on or whisper down the lane like I, here that they said this about me and i know the people that i have in my life if i if i'm doing something or if say if i have a shirt on i'm like how does this look they will tell me if it looks good or if, if it looks bad if it doesn't look right mm -hmm. and i would rather someone you know be honest with me on how they feel about say what i just told them what i'm wearing just anything like be honest with me like i'd rather you just tell me right to my face than you know what i mean just go around to other people and tell them like, why not just tell me like, it's this between me and you just exactly. tell me. Exactly. Like a lot, a lot of people think like they need to make other things, other people's businesses, business. And, like, yeah. And it makes like things so much worse. It makes things I know. So it's, and that, I just feel like that creates more like, like not chaos, but just causes things to just go into disarray. Huh. And when it's like, if, if there's an issue, say if you have an issue with me or you don't like what I'm doing, just tell me. You don't got to go tell, you know, Sue and Larry. You can just come to me. Just tell me. Yes. Don't go to Sue and Larry. Come to me. Because the issue is between, obviously, us. Right. And things would get solved a lot quicker. And, like, they don't have to be perfect, but it's better than just, like, going and getting a lot of other people involved. Exactly. But communication is key. The communication is extremely important. 110%. I think I've said that. I think I've said that like over. I think I've said that like over like ten times already. Hundred and ten percent. That's like one of my go-to lines. I'm always like, you know, yeah, hundred and ten percent. I was just, yeah. I was just about to say, how did that come about? Because you, we were texting earlier, and you sent me that too. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. And like, I also always say like for sure, like hundred percent for sure. That's that's happening. <laughs> like, I don't know why. It's like my two. I guess like those are like my two catchphrases. Oh my god, those glasses make it so much better. So much I wish, yes, I wish this podcast was like audio and video re recorded, so then the people could really see, like, they could get the full experience of what's going on right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Hmm. Hmm. So, is there anything else on your mind? I know you mentioned about accountability a little while ago oh accountability oh gosh accountability me and this word do not get along me and me and accountability do not get along i want to say the word itself but just accountability in general accountability i feel like it's i know it's it's been hard for me to say take accountability for say wrong things you've done uh, I feel like, you know what I mean? When you do something wrong, I feel like 
there's always like this little part in someone where it's like you you don't want to take accountability because you I know for me taking accountability it sometimes makes you know what's going on more real and if you ignore it it's like okay it's not there this isn't happening right um but taking accountability makes things a whole hell of a lot more real and I in this situation I definitely have taken accountability and I will say I feel like it definitely has set me free. The truth has set me free. 110 <gasps> percent. For sure. For For sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. No, but um taking accountability, even though it it sucks like in the moment, having to own up to what you did, you know what I mean? It it's it's not I wouldn't say it's fun. It's not. For me, it, it wasn't fun, but I will say it makes things a lot easier because the truth will set you free. I feel like that is a very true statement because if you're just honest about, you know, what has happened, if you're in a situation and you're taking the accountability, this refers back to you, you will be at more peace with yourself right. because you know that you, you know what I mean? You did the right thing. You, you were accountable. You took accountability. You were held accountable. Because I know for me, um, it's being scared, being scared of the consequences, being, you know what I mean? Fearing, fearing the unknown because you don't know what's going to happen once you're like, oh, oh yeah, like I did this. This is what happened. Yeah. I feel like taking accountability also makes it easier to move forward. No, and I will say now that, you know what I mean? I have taken accountability and I haven't. You know what I mean? Like, I, I've just been truthful in everything that I've, you know, done. I will say that it has made my, like, healing journey thus far, even though it has only been, like, four or five days. No, well, actually, it's going to be, it's a week. It's been a week. Yeah. Wow. Happy uh, week of me almost dying, near-death experience. Let's go. <laughs> um, but it's definitely made this process thus far a lot easier to, you know, accept and move forward. Um, cause I think I'm at the point where it's like, okay, like I, I can accept this. I can accept that this happened to me. So this happened to me and now it's more like the action plan moving forward. Like, what are we going to do now? You know what I mean? To heal. Right. The accountability parts taken care of. We, we did that. That's all done. But now what are we going to do? And I know, you know, last weekend when we were talking about, okay, like now what are we going to do? I definitely, I didn't, I didn't know. I was scared. I was even scared to talk about the future. I could, and this relates back to being present because it's just like, no, I just want to be present in this moment. I don't want to think about the future. I don't want to think about the past. I don't want to think about the future. I just want to think about what is going on right now in this moment. Like, I feel like I can't stress how important that is. And like, really, like when you look back and I don't, I, I don't know if I'm using this word right. Retrospect, if you're looking back in retrospect, and like actually like, considering the amount of time you wasted doing stuff because you're not in the moment it's like like it's like it's like sad to think about yeah and I look back and I there's just so many like moments that I can look back on and it's sad that I have I wouldn't say so many but it's sad that I can recall many moments of like this happening where it's like I I wasted time you know what I mean and time isn't forever it, unfortunately it's not like we do we do not have forever and like i just said mo this life can be ripped away from you at any moment you know and and that that's so scary and so sad to think about 
but you want to, you just want to live for now. And you want to, you know, be as genuine and true to yourself as possible. Yeah. I feel like that's, and that's another big thing of mine now is I want to be, I want to live, you know, my true and genuine self. I don't want to live for anybody else. I don't want to have to change myself to accommodate anybody else's, you know, uh, wants and needs. Like, you know what I mean? I just, I want to live for me. And if you don't like me, then you don't got to be around me. You don't got to talk to me. We don't have to be friends. Exactly. Like, I'm just going to be myself. And I know like my people will find me kind of like, you know, I feel like we, we kind of talked about something like that earlier. Yeah. But I just feel like, you know, you have your people and I just know if I'm myself and if some people don't like me, that's okay. But then I know my people will find me at the end of the day. Oh, that, that rhymed. Time to become a rapper. Here we go. You got those glasses on too. Oh my God. Um, yeah, I think that's very important with time. A lot of things can be healed and that even like applies, like finding your people and like, you might not be in like the right situation now, but like finding your people, like be you like do what makes you happy. Like that is so important. You don't need to change for other people. And I know like a lot of situations it can for people it can be hard to not be or to to change because you're just so deep in whatever community or environment that's set on this one path that's not actually you. But with time, like you'll figure it out and you'll find your people and you'll find a way out of whatever hole that is and like finally getting to do those things that make you happy will be so great yes but it's just it's just time time will heal will heal you and stuff (laughs) and i will say like another big thing that i'm also trying to come to peace with is being alone and not relying on other people I don't want to say for my happiness, but using people as distractions, I guess. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, I do get that. But I, I want to, I want to appreciate like alone time and I want to make sure that I can, you know, recharge like my social battery and that I'm not just constantly hanging out with friends. You know what I mean? Just to ignore what's going on and, you know, my head. I want to make sure that I'm confronting what's going on with myself head on, like by myself, like, you know what I mean? Cause there's some, some parts to healing where you have to tackle on your own. Like it's good to talk about it and get it out. But then there's also, you know, behind the scenes work that you have to do within. And being alone is, has always like been a struggle for me. I feel like, you know what I mean? It's just, I feel like it's scary to, you know, be alone. And it's, it's hard. It's hard to be alone. Very much as I know for me. I can, I can definitely agree with that. It is very scary. And like, I know there are some things in my head that like, I don't want to confront. And when I'm alone, it's like, it's, it's just, it's just me. So it's like- exactly. Like there's no one that you can talk to, to distract yourself. There's that you can't, you know what I mean? You can't have your friend talk about, you know, what's going on in, in their life to help you drown out what's going on in yours, in your head. Right. And I've, I've come to realize that these last, you know, couple of years. 
And being alone is just something that I'm trying to be at peace with. And, you know, I'm trying to make being alone. I'm trying to, you know, just be happy with being alone, just being content with myself where it's like, I don't need, I don't need to rely on like friends. You know what I mean? Family, like nobody likes for, I guess, happiness. I just want to be okay. Like being by myself and not, I don't know, just being alone sucks. Like, I don't know how to like, fully describe that feeling like completely feeling alone yeah it It um, just sucks it's a very shitty feeling it does suck a lot and like so you might not be in a relationship but like you specifically and also anyone who's listening like you're not alone completely and like although it might feel like that it may be like there's this one day you're just sitting in your room or your living room and no one's home or whatever. And you're like, I'm alone. It's like you, yes, you are alone in that very moment. But if you do need to talk to people, there is always at least one person. And it might not even be like, you might not even think of this person. Like you might not think like they can actually handle like stuff you want to talk about. But there is always people supporting you, and it's there, and it's okay to ask for help and if you're and if you're feeling alone and you don't want to be alone, but it's also at the same time it's like it's a frustrating thing to balance because being alone can also help you tackle the things you're dealing with and just like just facing whatever whatever is going on can also be very beneficial and just can help you feel more comfortable with being alone. Yeah. And see, and this kind of, what I'm about to say now relates back to, you know, talking to people about what's going on is one thing I struggle with is I don't want to burden anybody. That was one of like my biggest thing is I didn't want to like, especially if I knew that something was going on and like, say like my friend's life, like I knew they were having a hard time. I didn't want to unpack and, you know, put my baggage on them. So now they are also not only worrying about what's going on in their life. Now they're worrying what's going on with me. And I would just get in my head so much that I'm just a burden to everyone around me that I'm just burdening everybody with my problems. I feel like in my experience, I don't think I've ever come across someone who's actually been a burden to someone else or it's like actually like yeah, just being a burden because like, like the feelings that I know, like specifically you, like they're genuine. And I feel like there's this sort of thing, like some people like talk to people and like talk about sort of stuff like that stuff for attention. Like that's like, not like what you're doing. Like this is genuinely like how you feel. And like people do care about other people's feelings. So and it's just, it's just found, it's just about finding the right people as well. The right people will not see you as a burden, even though it might feel like it. And again, like, that's like another, like, tough barrier to kind of, like, overcome. It's just frustrating. I know what you yeah. mean. And another thing I also realized is that, and I realized with, you know, trying, trying to be there for people. Like, I feel like sometimes you can only be there for someone to a certain extent, meaning like I can, I can be there, say for you, you want to talk to me about what's going on in your life. I can be there for you, give you all the advice that, you know, I have, but sometimes at some point you, 
I might not be enough. Like sometimes you might need say professional help. Like you might need to go to therapy. And I've realized that for myself that, you know what I mean? I cannot always rely on my friends and that I need, I need like someone who's licensed and experienced in this stuff. You know what I mean? That like their job is to help you work through your stuff professionally. You know what I mean? Like they, they are trained in this. Mm -hmm. They know, they know how to help you because I know like, even my best friend, like I'll, I'll talk to her about what's going on. She'll give me her own advice, but I know sometimes I know I cannot rely on her to help fix all of my problems. Right. You know what I mean? And to help, you know what I mean? Battle what's going on in my head. That sometimes you might need, you know what I mean? To actually like go to therapy and see a therapist or see whoever to really help you work through your stuff. Yeah. And that's completely and I found okay me as well. Therapy. Yeah, no. And that is like, and I, big advocate for you know mental health therapy all that stuff medication all that stuff um and i know for me therapy has been very big part of my life as and it has helped me tremendously it's like okay this is kind of weird but okay i recently started some sort of therapy and I'm not going to lie, only one person knows. But hey, if you listen to this podcast, now you know. So, and that'll be an interesting little fun fact. Um, But, like, it really helps. And it's, like, a completely different, uh, like, perspective that you wouldn't think that people have. And, like, okay, my mind is just, like, wired to analyze and observe and just take in information. And so, like, like, unconsciously, like, I'm not, like, trying to, like, do all this stuff, like while talking to my therapist it was like it was interesting the way i i realized the way they were picking out things i said and how we talked about it and it's yeah. like it's so but it's like it's like nice and it makes sense and like it really does help and like for a while i was like i i really didn't want it because i felt like it was wrong even though i've heard so many people say like it's not like and it's okay and like it's okay to get help but, like, I just couldn't accept that. And then there was this whole other issue, like, I'm not even going to go into. But, like, I'm very thankful that I'm, you know, like, talking to other people like that professionally. It is very nice. And I think yeah. it can make a world of a difference. And the best part is about, you know, like, having a therapist is that, it is a complete like outside opinion. And in my opinion, it's someone who like, it's not like say talking to like your mom or dad or sister or brother or best friend say who, who know everything about you. Right. They know everything about you, but hearing, you know, talking to a therapist, they can really help you break down your thoughts, break down your actions, break down how you react to certain situations. And I think that's, I think that's awesome. Like I, I think it's awesome. Yeah, I'm very thankful for those people. That is great. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Like we're all just we're all just humans doing our own thing on this planet. Like sometimes we go through stuff and that's okay. Like when it comes See, to I, w- I wish like everybody had that mindset. Like, dude, we're all just humans. Like we live on a floating rock, like literally. Like, it's not that deep. It's not that deep. I think that was part of my college essay. (laughs) Just, like, something about, like, 
and we're just meat suits floating on a rock and planet. Wait, what? Floating on a rock and planet in space. Literally. And no, and I, since you just mentioned the word meat suit, this just made me think of this. Um, I seen this video of this girl, like, she was like ranting. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about how, you know what I mean, this this body, this meat suit, she said meat suit. Um, this is this doesn't mean anything. Like this body that we're in. What like matters most is what's in here, like your soul. Right. Like you know what I mean? And I know like some I, I don't want to say like religions, but some people believe that, you know what I mean, uh your soul lives on. Like Yes, like your your body, like you leave your body, but your soul still lives on in the afterlife. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like some people who believe uh, like Catholic uh, Christianity, like heaven and hell, stuff like that. To me, like looking at it from that point of view, like soul wise, your soul would go to heaven or hell. You know what I mean? So it's like we're literally just a soul in a meat suit. Like this, right. this thing that we're in isn't anything. It's our soul that really matters most in this world. Yeah, that's deep. It it does. It does matter a lot. I feel like we've touched on like 20 different deep points. And I love how like chaotic this is because I'm very much the type of person where I jump from like conversation to conversation. Like we'd be talking about one thing and the next thing you know, I'm, ta- I'm already talking about like our fifth and sixth topic. <laughs> but we're we're still talking about the second point. Like, no, I'm already I'm already ahead. I'm already there. No, th- I love this. this. That's I love that so much. I did the same <laughs> thing. This podcast is like perfect for it too. Like, I just it's just all over the place. But we're talking about relevant stuff, and we we'll always keep going back to different points. But in the end, like, usually all. Yeah, but, all and we're still and we're still like going back and touching on the things that we talked about in the beginning. Yeah, it's it's great. That's like the best part. Yeah, like I. I love this. I love this chaotic, chaotic mess of this podcast right now. Yeah. It's like, and also like, it's just like who I am too. Like, yeah. I'm not just like straightforward all the time. Like, like I'll, I'm going to ask questions and I'm going to observe and I'm going to uh, observe. I'm going to observe. I'm going to experience and I'm just going to go with the flow. Like, that's also really important. Going with the flow, doing what makes you happy, getting outside, putting your phone away and setting a to-do list yeah i listened to i don't know i forget which podcast yeah because i listen i listen to like four of them so it's hard for me to like say exactly which one Mm -hmm. but i was listening to your one podcast and you were talking about to-do lists in the podcast yes trying to i don't remember which one exactly but i remember that because i also i don't really know i do set to-do list but i like checklists that's what i like like on my phone on my notes app like I'll yeah. like write stuff down, and then when I get to like check them off, it makes me like really happy. Yeah, that's, like, that's that, what I mean. That's what yeah, means. or like writing it down and like sh- crossing it off, oh, checking it's so it off. Satisfying. It's like, it's like this sense of like impermanence. Like yes, like I'm getting stuff done. Like this is awesome. It's great. Yeah, they help like to do lists and checklists. Like they help you grow and they help you see your growth and they give you that satisfaction of crossing stuff off, and it helps you like be in the moment and stay on track yes they're great <laughs> and it makes you like more motivated too to like keep going it's like when you you cross off or you check off that first thing it's like now i'm like so excited to do the next thing because it's like i get to cross that off next yeah you just want to cross them all off 
Gotta cross them all. <laughs> I catch them all. Oh my god, that's so funny. I love like when we have this brief little pause and you just do a deep sigh. It's like just taking um, it all in. Taking uh, yeah, just trying to like process every single thing we're talking about right now. Yeah. Hmm. Kindness. Kindness. Near-death experiences, being present, talking about deep stuff that we're literally just a soul in a meat suit and that nothing matters. Please. We literally want to flirt about. Yeah, like, please, like, go talk to your friends about some deep stuff. Like, it's just fun sometimes. Yes, and I don't know. I think we should have an episode where we talk about conspiracy theories. I'm already planning. Like, I'm going to be on another episode and we're going to talk about conspiracy theories. (laughs) Not this episode, because if we get into it now, there's going to be like a five hour long podcast. <laughs> yeah. But I love talking about conspiracy theories. I literally have so many and I know so many and not all of them I agree with. Huh. Like, I'll mention one, like flat earth is a very like, what's the word? I don't know the word. It's a very contra- controversial. I don't, I didn't even say it right. Controversial. 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 However you say it. Topic. Because you have like the flat earthers who like truly believe that we live on a flat earth. And then it's like, no, there's no way. There's literally pictures from NASA that the earth is round. But the theory on flat earth is very believable. Like it is. Because I go, I like analyze the conspiracy theory so deep where I can see it from both sides. Like I can see like the non-believers who are like, oh my God, this, this is baloney. And then I see the people like who truly do believe that like the earth is flat. Like I, I, I kind I almost like agree with their points. I think this, this is my confession that I am a flat earther, that I believe that the earth is flat. All right. You got to go. Yeah. <laughs> wait, <laughs> explain this to me. Oh wait. Okay. Are we getting into the conspiracy we're, theory about flat earth right we're, now? We're, yeah, we'll get into this one because I... Okay, this is the only... And then we're going to have a whole episode dedicated to conspiracy theories. Promise me. Yes, here's a little taste. Okay, Go here's a little it. taste of Crystal's conspiracy theories. So, I watched this video and it was about flat earth, right? And so, the reason that people are flat earthers, like they do truly believe that the earth is flat, is because apparently, like whatever is like the like the end point like what's it called like um not the north pole like in geography class it's like the top of the earth and like the bottom of it like what is it called um, do you know what it's exactly called you i you know what i'm talking about though, like right long longitude long, long i can't even say longitude and, and latitude La- latitude longitude La- i don't know latitude <laughs> no but it's like the t- tippy the top of I guess so. Like the North and South Pole. I guess I'll just call it that for now. And we will fact check myself the next time we get on this podcast. (laughs) So basically there's like the top of the earth and say the bottom of the earth and quote, I'm throwing up air quotation marks right now. So apparently you are not, I think it's in Alaska, but we're going to fact check me later. Um, I'm pretty sure it's in Alaska, but there's a certain point where you cannot go in Alaska, like it is crossed off, like it is blocked off and you can look it up. You're not allowed to go there. And this is what the flat earthers would consider the end of the, like the earth because it is flat. 
right? And I don't know if you've seen like that one like Simpsons episode where it's like a dome. You know what I mean? A dome over top. And so, um, what you gonna call it? Hold on, I'm trying to gather all my thoughts. This is running through my brain right now. And so there's a dome like over top of us. Hence why, like when we look up in the sky, like it looks curved. And they say like Columbus. I think yeah, Columbus is the one who discovered. America, all that stuff. I'm pretty sure. I don't even know. I say that I love history, but like sometimes I don't, my, I really don't know about history, but I love learning about it. Okay. <laughs> and so apparently like Columbus like reached the end of the earth where he could not like go any further. Like it was basically say just like a wall almost. And yeah, I think that's, that's pretty much the freaking theory is that the earth is flat. And the reason like we look up in the sky is because it's like a dome over us. And because you cannot go to the end of the earth in air quotation marks because it is blocked off on both ends. So if we're thinking about it, like, hold on, horizontal and vertical. So we're thinking about it horizontally. There's two endpoints. So there's point A and point B. And at both points, they have it blocked off where you cannot cross because that would be the end of the earth because the earth is flat. I think it would be more than two points if the Earth... It would at least be four points if the Earth was flat. Well, technically, yeah. Technically, it would be... Technically, we would live on a square then. It wouldn't just be two points. Some sort of square. But apparently, there's barriers at these points. So we'll just say there's four points. So it's like square. Okay. So So there's two points on one end and two points on the other. And that's why we're not allowed to cross those barriers because technically, that is like the end of the Earth and we can't go any further. Because we're domed off. Like, there's there's a dome over top of us. You think that there's a dome over top of us? I'm not saying I believe that. <laughs> I was just joking about becoming or being a flat earther. But you have to look into it more. I know. Just, I just, like, horribly explained it. I know. I just, it's, it probably didn't even make sense. I'm going to send you the video when we get off this podcast. So you can okay. watch it. Hmm. My, like, rebuttal to that is, like, places like that are used for, like, research and also okay 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 okay. stop 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 right there no no no, stop why okay they're being used for research but then why okay the research can stop why can't we go explore riddle me that because we're researching like in antarctica like they're not just gonna like have people go to antarctica just because like they're sending people over there because for research and it takes like at least like three or four planes to get people over there and other people's lives at risk. Yes. Sorry, like my phone was about to die and I was at the table and I had to like run over to like my charger. You're good. I did not come prepared to this podcast at all. (laughs) (laughs) Not even close. You're good. And it's like also part of that is like, I mean, you, you can even think of this as like, um, what are they called? Like reservations for wildlife. Like they'll and like uh, national parks, like they'll reserve this land so it cannot be altered by man because it's like part of the like earth that we haven't touched, and that is very important. Not very important not to touch, and also helps with research reasons. I feel like that would be why those areas would be restricted, and also they don't want people trashing the poles, and it's probably freezing up there and probably easy to get hurt and okay and, and, I just, and die i understand that but why like i just don't 
understand like why why can we not go there like it is like gov it's kind of like area 51 let me know your opinion on area 51 why is it so restricted why like if you like because you can go on like the mountaintops because i've seen videos of people like getting arrested for like say biking or walking or like hiking and like there and they tell them like you need to get off this property yeah you know it's like why are you that why are you that strict about it if you have nothing to hide that's that's like my outlook on it i don't think why is it that why is it that you know um what's the word yeah why are you so strict about your rules and stuff if you have nothing to hide huh riddle me that government huh i feel like also a lot of it's like people don't know how to handle stuff like information like I'm well not no that's lie, true. Like, like like if the government because i know the government did come out and say that like aliens are real or the ufos they actually have found like ufos and stuff but if they actually came out like so say our president now is joe biden joe biden you know comes on the news there's breaking news and he says oh hey guys just so you know there is alien life here you know what i mean a whole whole colony of aliens just came down yeah, to earth and they're gonna live with it. us yeah, the entire world would go into pandemonium. The country, everybody, everybody would go crazy. Yeah. Which, like, I understand, but I still want to know. Like, I want to know what they're hiding in there. What are you hiding from us? I would remember. Do you remember in quarantine when people were going to raid Area 51? Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, dude. I literally seen like this like tweet on Twitter and it was like, um, remember when we all were really about to raid Area 51? I literally joined a Facebook group and it was people who were actually planning to go and people did go. It wasn't a lot of people. It was on the news. Right. And like everyone just like camped out and like basically had like a little, basically a little rave outside of Area 51. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. (laughs) That's awesome. That's crazy. But, uh, yeah, stuff like Area 51, I mean, like, I feel like that was a recent, more a more recent thing that Area 51 actually became, like, revealed. But, like, really, like, it started, like, at least 50 years ago. And, like, they, and, like, they didn't, like, people, like, reported sightings and stuff, but, like, people just turned it down. And they're like, actually, wait a second, Area 51 actually is real, and actually we are testing some stuff, and, like... Some stuff is going down, so it's like, oh, like, why you gotta lie? But, like, no, it totally makes sense, I think, because, like, I feel like a lot of people can't handle information, and they'll just do stupid stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Why you gotta lie? Let me see the aliens, bro. I want to see the aliens. Like, I want to meet an alien. I don't know if there's any aliens here, but I think there's definitely aliens. But it's, like, the definition of aliens isn't, like, the aliens you think. I think the aliens like that are actually aliens or something that we can't comprehend but like you do you think they're like a higher like level of like consciousness um maybe not that i mean in some way yes if they come in contact with us first because well no i think that like like not like the picture of like an actual like alien but i think definitely like aliens are way ahead of like our time Mm -hmm. or Honestly, I feel like aliens could be like um literally just like humans from a different like 
timeline. Because you know, like black holes and stuff like that, how they say like time gets messed up and stuff like that in space. Because mm-hmm. there's this one movie. Oh my gosh, I remember going to see it in theaters when I was younger, and it, it's an amazing movie. What's it called? Was it Interstellar. Interstellar. Yeah. Oh, I've, heard, I've heard that's. I've heard that's like a must see, but I've not seen it. You need to watch. It is a complete, like mindfuck of a movie it is absolutely insane and if you like anything to do with like space yeah, and like oh, stuff yeah, like that 100 percent do watch it because the entire movie like is just crazy it's just like you it's and like, you definitely are on the edge of your seat like the entire movie interstellar interstellar yes please watch that movie it is so good and it makes you think that like, what if that's, like, happened, like, now? Like, you know, like, I don't know. Makes me, like, could that happen now? Because, like, I don't know if I don't want to spoil it. I was just about to talk about the movie. I don't want to spoil it if you okay. haven't seen it. I do want to see it. Don't spoil it, please. I'm not. I was just about to, like, talk about, like, what happens. And we like, I was like, no. Stop. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, for sure, go watch that movie. It is so good. Everybody listening, go watch Interstellar. And if you've already watched it, go watch it again. Because it is that good. Oh, yeah. I think that's a good note to end on. Oh, how long have we been talking? How long is the podcast going for? Let's see, it's been over an hour. Oh, what just happened? <gasps> it doesn't even feel like it. Yeah, I know. See, time. It feels like it's been like twenty time. minutes. It's been an hour and thirteen minutes. Oh no. Oh yeah. Went over. Went over by thirteen minutes. No, it doesn't matter. It goes on to however long. But like it is like I would keep talking, but it's like twelve thirty. It's like midnight. Yeah, it's a little late. <laughs> we definitely recorded this super late, but it's all good. Yeah, it's worth it. I'm very glad to have you on and I'm excited for what the future holds. And thank you for having me on this podcast. It has been a great time. And this is definitely this will definitely be a uh, a core memory like in my healing process from everything that happened. Like coming on here and doing this definitely will help me process more. And if, you know, if I'm ever struggling, I can come back and listen to this. I can come back and like listen to us talk about conspiracy theories. Yeah. Talk about Area 51. Area 51 going space. (laughs) Hmm. Well, I'm glad that it is a part of your healing process. I hope this has helped. I am very thankful that you are here today and we spoke and I'm glad you listened to the podcast and you enjoyed it that makes me so happy to hear it really does can't wait to promote this on all my social media platforms sounds good to me (laughs) all right i will catch you next week sometime maybe i don't know i gotta figure something out my summer's coming up real quick to get my stuff together uh hopefully I don't know. I got like three, four other people lined up to talk to, but like none of them are really responding. So maybe. All right. So basically, I'm gonna I'm gonna fill in for them. I'm gonna be the stand-in for them. (laughs) I'll just act like them. You just gotta tell me their name. I'll be like, oh yeah. I'll just tell you everything about them. (laughs) Just and I'll introduce myself as them. I'll change my voice a little bit, and it'll be a great time. That that (laughs) works. All right. Sounds good. Thank you for having me, Nick. Of course. All right. I'll catch you next week. Peace.